Are you not having the success you want with your direct bookings? Perhaps you are tired of feeling like you were out of your depth and wish there was an easier way. Well, I've got an exclusive free training coming up that just might help. Join me on April 4th when I will share the top three mistakes that I consistently see vacation and short-term rental property managers make in their desire for direct bookings that could be costing you major profits. I will also be sharing my top tips in building your own direct booking sales engine that will bring in those direct bookings while you sleep. Come and join in the fun. Head to my website, directbookingsuccess.com, and click on the free training button to join me on April 4th because you deserve your own direct booking success. You are listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short-term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help, so you too can have direct booking success. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. I'm Jen Boyles, your host as ever, and today I have Bob Garner with me. He is the CEO and founder of Envirental. Hi, Bob. Hey, Jen. How are you doing? Good to be here. Great. Great. And you're joining me from Italy, aren't you? I am indeed. Yeah, it's my evening and your morning. Yes, yes, I know you're you're ahead of me today. Probably a few different levels. Um, <laughs> we spoke back episode eleven. Goodness, it seems like a long time ago, and we talked a lot about your your property there and how amazing it is in Italy and your sort of backstory. And I remember the the thing that I came away with that episode were the pizza parties that you you hold weekly with your guests, which I just think is the best idea. So if you if you're listening to this and you've missed it, go back and listen to episode eleven. But I have to ask you, are you still holding these pizza parties? Absolutely. They are the highlight of the week for us and the guests. And I'm not exaggerating there whatsoever because it's a great chance to get people together. We live on site, connect people at the beginning of their week, get them having a glass of wine or a beer or what, or their, their drink of choice, make some pizzas together and have a bit of fun. And we've done over 350 pizza parties now. That's so, crazy. And you know, it's, it is the best part of the week because it's engaging with the guests, talking to the guests. And that's the fun part of being a host, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm coming. I just don't know when. And now I live even further away, but I'm still, I'm, I'm definitely going to come because it's just such a great idea. So tell us about Envirental because you started that, I guess, about a year or so ago, was it? Yeah, yeah, nine months ago. We properly launched six months ago. It came out about because obviously we run environmentally sustainable holiday apartments here in Italy. We've done it for 18, 19 years now called Casalbi Fiki. We've worked out what works, what doesn't work, what's good for the planet, what's good for the guests, what's good for the business. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm, you know, a, a few years ago, as I may have talked about on the previous episode, talk all the time about it. I wanted to do more. And so I started to talk about it in our industry, to blog about it, to write about it, to go to conferences and explain the business advantage of being sustainable. 
you're not doing it just for altruistic reasons, but also the good things that come out of it for the customer, for the clients, for the guests, and also obviously for the planet. And I was at the, um, one of the conferences last year in Barcelona, and there were like 500 property managers in the room I was presenting. And I got everybody to stand up and I asked them two questions. And this was my light bulb moment. And I said, stay standing if you believe sustainability should be a core part of your business. Stay on your feet. 99.9% .9 of people stayed on their feet. They were all there. I go, yes, okay, you're with me. <laughs> The second question, the killer question then is, continue to stay standing if you've already done something around sustainability in your business. 95 or more percent of people sit down. And this is the gap between the aspiration and the, the willingness and the, to do something around sustainability and them actually delivering something. Almost everybody believes they should do something around sustainability in our industry but a tiny minority have actually taken the step. And for me, that was the point. That was the light bulb moment when I go, well, I know this stuff. I've been doing it for like 18 years. I need to step up and do more. And that's when I launched EnviroRental. And essentially EnviroRental is bringing together all my knowledge and the knowledge of lots of other people, not just me, putting everything together in one website. So if you're interested in short-term rentals, and sustainability, you go to EnviroRental. You do not need to go anywhere else. Everything is there, the roadmap, the blogs, the webinars, the case studies, the information, the data, the surveys, the analysis, whatever you could possibly want, you will find on EnviroRental. But then more than that, we have a climate emergency. We need to take serious action. So what I did is also created all for free. So nobody has to pay anything. They can go to the site access it and use all that information. Because what we don't want, or what we haven't got time for, is any barriers to entry. We don't want somebody to go, mm, I don't want to pay $50. I'm, I'm just not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. We want people to engage with the material. So what I've created is everything that people could possibly want. And it has been quite a journey to do that. It, it did take quite a bit of work, but you know, I've done it. And I want people to use that material to come to the website to, you know, engage with it, learn from it, ask questions, and then start to take some steps. And so that's the whole purpose of EnviroRental. Um, it's signposting sustainability for vacation rentals, pointing you in the right direction, giving the information, and trying to nudge you to take your first step if you're already on that path, the third, the fourth, or the fifth step, and moving you down that line. It's as simple right. as that. Yeah, no. And it's amazing because it is free. It's like the biggest resource. To anything to do about sustainability is there. Now, let's go back to when you were talking about these property managers. So you had them stand up. You asked them who, you know, thinks sustainability is important. Of course, most of them stayed standing. And I'm sure you took the one that, that sat down out to the back later and gave them a talking to. But the ones that when the next question, when you said who is actually on that path and most people sat down, I can kind of see it because I don't think a lot of people understand what the word sustainability actually means and what all the things that accompanies because it pro they probably actually were on the journey, but they didn't realize it because I know that I get a lot of questions about direct bookings. Oh, 
I don't know about direct bookings, it's so expensive. And it's like, well, no, it isn't. So I can see the same question on on the sustainability side of things, thinking solar panels, you know, like that's an investment. Or I have to change my, you know, toilet into a compost toilet or something like that. Like the big things come to mind. But I don't think people realize there's so many little things that they can be doing. So let's dig into that. Yeah. Totally. And the first thing I would say is there's no judgment. Wherever you are on that journey, or if you haven't even started, that's fine. I Mm. started 18 years ago. Some people started five years ago. Some people are starting tomorrow. It doesn't matter. The point is, once you've got that information, is engage with it and start on your journey. If somebody engages with the material and then chooses not to start on that journey and to ignore it, then I might have a different view and a different (laughs) comment. That's not what most people are like. Yeah. So the point of the EnviroRental, you'll see it if you go to the homepage of EnviroRental.Earth, is on the homepage, scroll down, and you'll see the business benefits for why you should do this. Hey, don't, I'm passionate about the environment. You might be passionate about the environment. Lots of other people are, but lots of people are not. But what they are passionate about is being successful, making more money, getting direct bookings, you know, getting ahead of the competition, building their business year on year, putting food on the table for their family. Absolutely. Everybody, almost everybody is motivated by that. So the language on the website is all around why this is good for your business. It doesn't matter if you don't care about the planet, although who wouldn't, because if you do these things, you will be more successful. And the end result is that we will also do the right thing for the planet. So on the website, we talk about saving money. We talk about getting more bookings. We talk about getting more direct bookings. We talk about getting ahead of the competition, getting ahead of the regulation, getting better reviews, better quality reviews, more nuanced reviews. The list goes on and on. You'll find it on the website. So the language that we use is all about what's good for you and your business. Because that's what's going to most likely motivate you to take that first step. Because you may not be motivated to think, oh, well, you know, we don't want to spend our time to say, oh, the world's burning. We're all going to die. That's not going to turn anybody on. But if we can talk about this is good for your business and you can be successful as you absolutely can, because I'm living proof of it, having done what we've done for 18, 19 years, then you can do it as well. If I can do it, you can do it. Your audience can do it. And so our role is to try and educate people around that. And the most important thing, I say this a zillion times, keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Take some baby steps that won't cost you any money. The things that you can do quickly and easily that you'll see some results from, and that will motivate you to take the next step. Don't start with the difficult stuff. Mm. It's going to cost a lot of money. We always say on the roadmap, and you'll find it on the website, Take some baby simple steps and take action. And then, really important, brand your business. So, so important. Don't steps and then don't tell anybody. And because what, you know, that's not going to help your business. Take some steps and then brand your business as sustainable. And I, I think we'll probably go on to talk about it, but that's mm-hmm. because the booking.com survey, the Expedia survey that comes out each year, you'll find it on our website on surveys and data. It's really clear that 80% and more of travelers are looking for a sustainable stay. They're even 50% of them are prepared to pay more for a sustainable stay. So 
pivot your business to those people, brand yourself without greenwashing, clearly, brand yourself, be honest about it, blog about it, write about it, put a page on your website about it and start to talk about what you're doing mm-hmm. and find ways that people can find you through OTAs, through direct bookings, whatever is your, your, your bag, do that and bring people to you. And you will find that they will love what you do. They will recommend you to their friends and family and they will come back. Because one of the most important things I've learned in all these years is when you brand yourself as sustainable and it's in your digital guide, it's in your communication, it's on your website, it's in printed material that's in the apartments. When people find that they've, uh, they can align their values of what they believe in with your values, they feel they're at home, they feel comfortable and they come back because there's an, there's a synergy there and they love that. And that is the sort of magic mix that works. So it's really important to take some simple steps that will motivate you to take more later and you measure what you're doing, brand yourself and communicate, talk about it. Don't hide your light under a bushel, as they say, (laughs) you know, talk about it, you know, let people know what you're doing. That's really crucial. Yeah, no. And it, it gives you, you know, the bottom line is it gives you something to talk about in your marketing, you know, and it makes that connection with the guests you know, we'll get you more bookings. I think we can say the bottom line, it will get you more bookings. So let's talk about those tiny baby steps that people can start. So if you're listening to this, you're thinking, okay, well, you know, I don't want to go out and do the solar panels right away. What are some of the things that people can start with those baby steps? Yeah. So I always start off with this one. And of course, it depends on where you are in the world. So I I totally understand that you've got a global audience. So there are different ways in different parts of the world. But one of the really simple, easy things to do in lots of places is to make sure that you, your business and your properties are on a green energy tariff. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is you talk to your energy supplier, where you get your electricity from, and you check that the energy you're getting you're contributing towards renewable energy. It's not based on, on fossil fuels like carbon, uh, like coal or oil, etc. So that's really crucial. Uh, most suppliers will have a green energy tariff. And if you're not on it, you just say, I'd like to switch to the green energy tariff, please. It shouldn't cost you any more money. Obviously, it's the same electricity coming down the wires to your property. But what you are getting is that your money is then being used to invest in renewables. And if everybody was doing that, we reduce the the investment that goes into fossil fuels, right. fuels and we increase the money that's coming into renewables. It's a phone call. It's an email. It's a, a click on a website. And if by chance that provider doesn't do it and you're in an area where other providers do, switch. Switch mm-hmm. energy providers. You, you don't have any downtime. You just say, I'm moving from you to you, and it's done in an instant, and there's no... And tell them why you're moving. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't totally. have the green energy totally. care if I'm gone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and that is such an incredibly powerful step that you can take. And talk about it, brand yourself, and then let people know that you're doing it. So that's, that would be a quick, easy win. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very uh, easy thing to do. I mean, there are lots of other things I would encourage you to do as well. One, I mean, here's a small one that most people don't even think about. Mm-hmm. And I have to confess that 
five years ago, I didn't even know about it, um, is your website. Most people have got a, their own website. Make sure that your website, the servers that support it, are, are, are working on green energy, on renewable energy. Um, and all you have to do is go to a website, clicking your URL, and it will instantly tell you whether you are on a green energy tariff in terms of your servers, servers yeah. that are running what, what your computers. Yeah. Because everyone complains, yeah. everyone complains and talks about flying and how bad flying is. But here's the fact. Here's the amazing fact. The total internet and the use of the internet and email and all that technology has the same carbon footprint as flying, 3.5%. But nobody talks about how you can reduce your carbon footprint um, with your website. So if you go to the to our website, environmental.earth, scroll down to the bottom, you will see on each web page how much carbon has been emitted to draw up that page for you. And what you want to do is have it well below one gram per per feed per page. Um, and our on our website, it tells you exactly how much carbon has been used to create that page. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we've created our website in a very low carbon impact way as well. And that's a whole other type of technology. But you can easily do that and you can easily check. You'll see all the badges at the bottom of our website yeah. and you can go there, click on them, and it will take you back to the source. And you I, can do those things as well. I can see the so easy. You know, you don't think about it. We're on online now 24-7, you know. Those servers that are running the internet are on all the time. So you have to think about the energy. If every single person is online at the same time, how much energy those servers are having to draw. So yeah, I can see that. So get your, so we've got getting your energy for your properties on a green tariff. We've got getting your website hosting on a green tariff as well which I know is yeah. super, super easy. They're both super easy to do. They just take five minutes of, of your time. Okay, another yeah. tip. Let's give another tip. Yeah, yeah. and just to say one more thing yeah. on, that, on that green mm -hmm. server, and the company's called the Green Web Foundation. You can find it on our website. You can just Google it. And it might well be that you're already on a green tariff. Yeah. Great. Download the badge and put it on the foot of your website. Easy win. You might just be lucky and you've done it. Um, yeah, so I'll put that so, link too in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put it in totally. the show notes so it's easy to yeah. get there. Another great thing is to start to move to some green cleaning products. So the products that you put in these homes for cleaning the home or the personal products that people are using in the shower or the bathroom, start to move away from those products that have microbeads or the, that have toxic ingredients and start to move away to some of the more organic ingredients and also find a supplier that, as we have here, where you buy the products and they refills for the bottles. So mm. this combines with the the trying to reduce your plastic use as well. You know, as you know, most products that you buy for the kitchen or the bathroom, they come in a plastic container with a gun or a spray of some sort. You use them, then you throw the plastic away. You know, we're still using those same guns and those same dispensers 10 years on. That plastic was not meant to be used once. It's capable of being used again and again and again. So we're trying to get rid of single-use plastic. But yeah. when we buy these products that we use once and throw away, that is single-use plastic. Yes. So find there are different mechanisms of finding ways that you can buy refills 
yeah. that are organic and that are good for the planet. And I and think therefore you're, you're doing the right thing yeah. for your cleaning and your guests. And I think in life, you know, the whole recycling message has been very strong. And I think we've all jumped on the bandwagon of recycling, you know, but I think what people don't, some people don't, may not understand is that next step. Recycling is great when you've used something, but it's not the solution. The solution is not to use it in the first place, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I have to say that when I talk to people, as I do every day about it, the, almost the first thing they, they say is, I recycled, I recycled, as though it's the be all and end all. Yeah. It's the very bottom of the food chain. And I'm actually, I, to get the conversation going, I will often say I'm anti-recycling. <laughs> I'm not anti-recycling, but it's exactly to your point, Jen. It yeah. should be that last thing, you know. Don't buy it in the first place. If you are going to buy it, you know, reuse it, repair it, uh, find a way of making it last for longer and then recycle. Because the fact is that only globally, only 9% of plastic actually is recycled. The rest of it ends up in landfill or in our oceans, and then it, it degrades and ends up in our food and in the food chain, mm-hmm. as you're probably aware. So yes, if you have to buy it, buy it but then find a way of reusing it as, as long as you can until it is no longer fit for purpose. That is absolutely the best thing you can do. Yeah. Plastic. Yes. Well, that's it. Well, I'm glad you're not anti-recycling, but I totally get your point. Yeah. I can see that that would start yeah. the conversation with people. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I and mean, that's good. Sometimes we need to stir the pot a bit, get people thinking. Well, that's it. That's it. Okay, great. Let's, should we do one more tip? Let's think of another tip that you could, you could give people that's low cost. Yeah. So low cost, switch out your lights. If you haven't already to LED lights, a lot of people have moved over to that. So the LED lights is the latest technology. It's been around for a few years now, but the, the important thing about LED is that most of the power that it consumes, which is a fraction of the old style light bulbs, tiny fraction. Mm goes into creating light. It doesn't grow to creating heat. And if you remember some of the old side light bulbs, they, they, they were warm to the touch. Yes. They were hot yeah. to the touch. So a lot of that energy is being used in creating heat rather than creating light, lumens as it's called. So the new technology is, is much better at consuming a tiny fraction of power. And then that power is used to create the same light rather than the heat. But and they also last longer, don't they? They last they a lot. Last much, they last much, much longer. So, if, you know, for your properties, you don't have to have to worry about where the light bulb's going and somebody having to go in and change a light bulb because they last for years and years and years. And, and the statistic is something like an average U.S. property can save $250 a year by switching to LED lights. A simple wow. task of, of switching from one light bulb to another light bulb because you consume so much less energy. A little bit like when you buy white goods like your fridge or your freezer that are much higher energy efficient, they may cost you a little bit more. You save so much because they're so much better at functioning at a very low energy level. These are all the things that, that create a way of reducing your consumption. And of course, the way energy prices have gone up, particularly in Europe, who doesn't want to reduce their energy bill because that's, that's obviously great for you, mm-hmm. great for the business. Mm-hmm. The I have to tell you, I went in the house here. We've got a 
two night lights that we use. And I had to go to the shop to get new light bulbs for these old light night lights. I, and I found them. I didn't even know you could buy night light lights, if that makes sense. And they're LED lights. And I'm like, great. But there was a pack of 10. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I need two, but I've got a pack of 10. They're going to outlast me. I am going to die before we get to that 10th bulb. You know, I, I was like, can't I have a smaller package, please? I only need two. I don't need 10. I will never use these. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's an aside, of course. But it is amazing. And for a safety thing, too, I remember when I was a kid, this was a horrible thing. My, my brother, as a, as a, probably, I guess, a toddler, brought his bedside lamp into his bed. So now we're talking 70s, late 70s, early 80s. Oh, goodness. I won't tell you if I'm older or younger. But he brought that light into his bed and he put his blanket over top and basically started a fire. And my mom found him, you know, it was not, everything was fine. Everything was fine. But, you know, with these new LED lights, they can't do that because they're not producing that heat. Exactly. Totally. All that energy is going into create light. Yeah. And they, they, they consume a tiny fraction of the power. It's an amazing difference. And that, that technology will continue to improve and mm -hmm. develop. And that's fantastic. But yeah, um, I, hopefully most people are moving over to LED now. It's certainly the, the standard now. And that's great. Yeah. I'm sure if you went through your house, I'm sure if we went through this house, I probably will find a couple of the old ones. But, you know, they burn out quite quickly. But there is a, yeah. a huge savings to be made. So this has been really great. So we've given some great tips here. And we've talked about what it, what's in it for the property manager, the host, the owner. Because people, like you said, guests are looking for places to stay that are environmentally friendly, that are sustainable. Now, one thing that I wanted to bring up, because I it was something earlier this year that I sort of realized was that when we're talking about sustainability, we're talking about usually things that we can do, you know, for the environment. But another part of it that sort of, it was a light bulb moment for me, was realizing the, the, the effect you have on your immediate surroundings, your neighborhood. So keeping that, and is that something that you tackle in um, environmental as well about your, your sort of, your place in the neighborhood? So, yeah, I think the thing about sustainability is you can look at it very narrowly or you can look at it very broadly. And I, I like to look at it from a broad perspective. So, you, of course, you've got sustainability, which is all about what you're going to do to reduce your carbon impact and, and benefit the planet. And, of course, you benefit guests and your business at the same time. But there's also that wide perspective of what you're going to do for your business, your, how you're going to treat your staff, how you're going to look after your suppliers, what you're going to expect from your suppliers. And I found for me, what I tend to do is thinking about sustainability. It makes me look much more widely. So I'll be, you know, choosing a supplier like who gives a crap toilet paper, a funny name, an Australian company. They supply all over the world now. Recycled paper, which is obviously great. But fundamentally, for me, they give 50% of their profits back to building toilet and water facilities in the developing world. And that's great. Let's work with companies that themselves are doing some good. 
because I'm a really small business, but I can amplify my message and my impact by working with suppliers who were doing good themselves. And imagine if everybody did that, what an amazing difference that would make around the world. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is wider than just the environment. It's about who you work with, how you treat your staff, how you manage your business. It's a whole ethos. And we try to touch on that in the the whole message around sustainability and environmental. But I, I really encourage people to take some some simple baby steps uh-huh. and not get overwhelmed by it because otherwise you don't you don't start you don't do anything. No, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Anything big project or big change you want to make in your life, you know, and that's what I think you've done so well is by cutting it up into baby steps so you don't get overwhelmed and you don't sort exactly. of give up. Now, I, I just want to talk to the listener. If you're um, listening to this and you're wanting to hear from, more from Bob. Last week was the Direct Booking Success Summit, and it was amazing. And Bob um, presented there about tapping into the demand for sustainable stays, giving you the data together with the resources you need. Now, if you're going, oh, I missed that, and you're, wa- and you're listening to this or watching this in, in sort of real time, the All Access Pass is still available till the 13th of October, 2023. If you're listening past that, it's gone, and I'm sorry. But if you're listening to this in the in the week that this has um, gone live, you can head over to directbookingsuccesssummit.com and purchase the All Access Pass there, and Bob's amazing presentation is included in there. So thank you, Bob, again for being part of the Direct Booking Success Summit this year. You bring such a wealth of knowledge about sustainability. Plus, also, you've been in this business. You've been in hospitality for 18, 19 years. Like, that's amazing in its own right. So I really appreciate you coming to share your expertise. It's my pleasure. Oh, good. And I can't let you go without without asking you, what does direct booking success mean to you? Yeah. Direct booking success is really important to us because we run a business here in Italy called Casal di Fichi. 90% of our bookings are direct, 90%. I think that's a good number in the industry. And what it means to me is repeats, referrals, and reviews. The three R's, repeats, referrals, and reviews. Because when you build a brand, and I talked about it in my presentation, that is based around sustainability and you attract great people, they come back, they refer you, and they write a brilliant review. So that's what direct booking means to me. Oh, I love it. It's that connection. It goes back, it goes back to that connection. You were showing your moral compass, you know, and people are attracted by that and you connect together and they have an amazing holiday and they want to come back and back and then they become your fans don't they and they tell other people it's just yeah you yeah you've got a very successful business there and i'm so glad that you are using your expertise and everything that you've done with environmental now tell us your website again so it's environmental.earth okay i am going to put that in the show notes i'll also put in the show notes the website for checking your website to see if it's running on green i'll also put a link to your place in italy there so everyone can see the magic that you are creating creating there 
Thank you, Bob, so much for coming on today. That was my pleasure. It's, I love sharing these resources and uh, please just get in touch anybody who needs some support. Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website directbookingsuccess.com slash podcast. See you next time.